Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Legends tell of legendary warriors who all-star skills were the stuff of legends. <laughs> so do Pujols and Cabrera and Kershaw and Tarasi deserve their all-star moments? Yes. WNBA All-Star game this weekend. Four-point shots. That's what I'm excited about. Let's go. Four-pointers from, from 28 feet. This is Rock and Jump. Exactly, Sarah. Here's your point for knowing the reference already. There you go. Summer League, we had number one versus number three last night. Let's start there. Paulo Boncaro, 17 points, couple threes, six assists. He was a plus 20 for Orlando. Jabari Smith Jr., 10 points, seven rebounds, three assists, a minus 17 for Houston. You people demanded a Chet tracker this week. <laughs> he street closed last night. So now maybe a Palo follow, a Jabari watch party. <laughs> David Dennis uh, uh, Jr., uh, takeaway. Start Dr. us off. Dr. Seuss there. Uh, first of all, let's pump the brakes a little bit again. I want to remind everybody the last time the Magic number one pick. First summer league game, he was one for 11 and looked bad. That guy was Dwight Howard. So let's not put too much stock <laughs> in the first game. With that said, Ben Carroll looked sort of what we thought. He looked NBA ready. You know, he looks like he was 14. He was responsible for 14 of the team's first 17 points. I think coming the league as a point guard, which is what he looks like he's going to be, is probably the hardest thing to do for a rookie. And he looks kind of ready to do that. But the best thing that he looked like on defense, we just showed it, he was up there facing up with Jabari Smith and said, I want, I'm taking this matchup, blocked him at the rim, sort of saying, I'm the alpha dog here. And that kind of attitude is something that translates, even if the skills might not translate from the first And I'm sure you meant point forward. That's what we're talking about with Paulo Boncaro. Point forward, of course. Yes, 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 yes. all right. Yeah. Yeah. L. Duncan, your takeaway from last night. Yeah, I was so mad at myself as because we were heading from SportsCenter into this game and then we're like setting the table with warm-ups and I'm like, it's Jabari Smith versus the guy who got snubbed and got taken ahead of him. I was you like, did I was it. so mad at myself. You went in. I was, yeah, yeah, I did. I read it and I played into it because it is Summer League. But again, if you're the Magic, maybe you're feeling a little bit vindicated, right? Because if you remember before the pre-draft process, it was all about Jabari Smith being the most pro-ready or at least having the most upside. And Paolo gives them everything that they're looking for. In fact, the five times that the Magic have made it past the first round in the playoffs, they've been a top-10 scoring offense. The last two years, they've been 29. They need someone for this offense to go through, and Paolo certainly looks the part. But I would also say to Jabari, for the people saying today that he somehow came out on the bad end of this, I remember just a few years ago, Luka Doncic versus see Trey Young and every summer league game had some kind of impact and was an indictment or an endorsement on yeah, that trade. Yeah. And I just have to say, maybe a few years from now, both course, teams will be happy course. with it. Real quick, thumbs up or thumbs down on L. Duncan's L. Duncan impression on SportsCenter? Because you gave us <laughs> a little T-Rex in there, too. You were like, like, all right. Bill Plaschke. Yeah, you know, I know it's just summer league and it doesn't count and all that stuff, but I've been there before, and it's a big deal. If you're there, you see it. Mm-hmm. It's there's NBA royalties courtside. The pressure, the pressure on these kids in the, in the middle of summer, in the middle of the heat, with 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 apparently with nothing at stake, is huge. 
and Boncaro really impressed me. He had that no pressure thing tattooed onto his forearm, and he, he, he played like it. I mean, he scored his first, his first four shots. He's a plus 20 in just 25 minutes. I mean, this is where you see, and if you watch enough of these summer league games, you'll see kids unravel. You'll see him do stupid things. You'll see him show that, the, that again, the pressure this early gets to him. It didn't get to Boncaro. That was, that was what I, okay. I saw. And Sarah Spain. Well, I'd like to put into play the newly formed but already relevant Chet Holmgren rule, which reminds us that after game one, everyone was, ah, what were we all talking about? This guy's going to be amazing. And then after game two, we were like, this guy's getting bodied. I think we just need to wait a little on both. But I think what we expected coming in is what we saw. Van Carroll was more NBA ready. The things that we saw were exciting for the Magic. He's going to run a lot of points, so acting as a point forward, his passing as a big man, his ability in all areas of the game already seemed ready to go again it's just summer league competition. You've got to see him against everything else. Whereas you've got to just turn to 19-year-old who's going to need some more time. And I think maybe the upside is there, and we're just not going to see it for a little bit longer. David Dennis Jr. Ben Carroll's 19, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Jabari Smith, is, they, they drafted him understanding that he was going to be more of a project. It's going to take him a little while. We cannot seriously be doing plus minus on the first summer league games here, folks. <laughs> like, we can't use that as a, as a market. Why not? Yeah, well, Jabari versus Chet is tomorrow, L. Can you give us a little preview of that, maybe, in L Boys? <laughs> <laughs> a battle between the top two picks of the draft and who's going to be proven to be right after one week. I'll sell it. Okay. Thank you very much. All your points coming back. We'll move on. Wimbledon Finals. Elena Rybakina versus Ol Jabor and Nick Kyrgios versus Novak Djokovic. The last piece, the one bit of news today is Djokovic rolled Cam Nori in four. He's now the on the precipice of four straight Wimbledons. Finals preview extravaganza. Proceed extravagantly, Bill. What do we have here? Is this a satisfying final? There are some new names here. Uh, are you into it, or are you longing for the days of a familiar big three or, or whatever number you like? <laughs> no, you know, I'm into it. I'm into it. As much as I dislike Kyrgios and I'm cheering against him and everything he does, I think he can win this match. Mm-hmm. He's 2-0 against Novak. He's, yeah, he's never lost to him. He's, he's has the 12 grass court victories this year, the most of anybody on the men's tour. He's 6-0 and in five setters at, at Wimbledon, and he got the day off. So he got the rest his opponent's not going to get. Mm-hmm. I think I Kyrgios, much to my uh, shame, and, and I hope, hope he doesn't do this, I think, he, I think he can win this. Sarah Spain? Yeah, but if you hope he doesn't do it, then that means Djokovic wins. This is the most unsatisfying final. We could have had a hometown kid, Cam Norrie, the British fans go crazy, looking to pull an Andy Murray and have success in Wimbledon, versus the all-time good guy, Rafa Nadal, coming off another win. Everyone's talking about how those injuries might have made it so that he couldn't keep playing after the French, but here he was in Wimbledon looking great until the ab ab injury, and instead we get heel versus heel, Vaxton Nyer jerk versus guy who's already been fined thousands of dollars and has to go right to court after Wimbledon is over. I am in the camp of the meteor. All right. Thank you very much, Ms. Sarah Spade. David Dennis Jr. You know, I, I would love to do this. I would love to stick to sports. Like, I think all of us love to stick to sports here, and we like to talk about what we're going to see on the court. And I think Djokovic and Kyrgios could have a great match 
and it will be tremendous to watch. They've you know, been making a lot of news and doing having great matches so far, but unfortunately we can't because we're dealing with a guy, like Sarah said, who is going to court for domestic abuse in a, in a couple of weeks. And so I can't sit here and act like I'm going to root for this guy, root for him to win, and it's bothering me that Wimbledon has spent more time you know, focus on the fact that he's not wearing all white and if he's wearing Jordans instead of pressing him over the fact that he is going to court in a little bit. So again, like this is not feel joyful in the way that I would have liked to have felt joy about what has been a tremendous Wilburton going, you know, so far. And El Duncan. Yeah, um, Curious has beat Novak a couple of times, Bill, but that was on clay course and also like five years ago. So I'm not really sure that it counts. Um, you're right. It like, it's just it's it's very it's very unsatisfying just because like we, this is truly like two villains playing each other. It's like Darth Vader versus the Joker, right? Who do you root for in this mm -hmm. situation? Um, which is really tough, right? Because I think we are going to get the fireworks that they promised. I think that they're going to play up this whole bromance thing right now. All of a sudden, they're friends after being very contentious over the last couple of years. Now they're cool. You know, uh, we hear Kyrie was telling us that Joker's sliding into his DMs and saying things like, "I hope it's me and you on Sunday." And I think, Bill, that's because he'd rather play Kyrgios than Nadal. But you're right. I think the All-England Club had really hoped that Rafa Nadal was going to step in and sort of help them out of an uncomfortable situation because despite the fact that Kyrgios is making a career run here, he's doing it amid that backdrop of something very dark and ugly. And I know they're going to be rooting for Joker. Last word, Bill Plasky. I think it's interesting. Everyone's saying, well, it's, it's very unsatisfying because there's two villains. That's what makes it so satisfying. You want to see one of them crumble? You want to see one of them fall? You can't take your eyes off yeah, them? Yeah, that means we don't the like other one wins. We don't have to like <laughs> that, that him. That means the other one has like to win. Plasky like Morbius, right? He was, he was like the Morbius cut. He's Morbin it right here on this show. I don't one like One more it, shout out here on Jabber, the first uh, North African to make a Grand Slam final on That's behalf of uh, the, the, the side I married into here, my North African side, the Sava family. We like seeing that as well. Uh, taking a break by ourselves on the other side. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Make it 
11-0 for Tony Gonsolin. I'm not just proud as a stat boy. I'm proud as a Tony. Question, all-star game next week in Dodger Stadium. You know they're going legend heavy. Commissioner Rob Manfred today using his privilege to name Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera to the team. There's going to be a sweaty decision for NL manager Brian Snicker about who should be starting pitcher. Does he name Clayton Kershaw the legend starter at home because the game's at Dodger Stadium? Or is it Gonsolin, 11-0? Or is it Sandy Alcantara, who's electric for the Marlins this year? Bill Plaschke? Uh, maybe I should be afraid to ask you, but who should it be? Well, who do you think I'm going to say, Tony? It's, Clayton Kershaw? It has to be Clayton yes. Kershaw. It has to be Kershaw. It's his town. It's his stadium. He's never started an All-Star game before. He's having a great year, 2.72 ERA. He's been 15 years, the best pitcher of his generation. If the All-Star games are truly an exhibition, a celebration of the game and its history and its legacy, if Cabrera is there, if Pools is there, Kershaw has to be the starting pitcher. There's no question. In fact, Manfred should announce it today. There's no question, but there's a question. Sarah Spade, how about you? And yet we were, in fact, asked a question. (laughs) Listen, if you go by the numbers, it's Alcantara. And as good as Gonsolin has been, and he's been hot coming in late, Alcantara has 123 and two-thirds innings to his 88 and Mm two-thirds. He has been great all season long. And this is... An all-star game for this season. So as great as Clayton Kershaw has been for 15 years and for all the times he didn't get this honor before and should have, I don't know if that's how we should decide this moment, which is this point in the season, honoring what's been done this year. That being said, we know how they're doing things by the addition of pool holes. We know that this is going to be about the fans and the entertainment. So it's going to be Kershaw. That's what they're David Dennis Jr., I think there's a, a kind of a parallel in the 2003 NBA All-Star game when Vince Carter was the starter. He gave up his position to mm. Michael Jordan for his last mm. All-Star game. I think you award the best player with the starting position, which I, I agree I think is Alcantara. Um, most batters doing all 1.82 ERA like Sarah said, but most batters face, most innings pitched. But then you ask the him to give it up? I mean, it's not his teammate. If you, it's Gonsolin, I can understand that. Well, yeah, you give him the option, say, hey, do you want to you want to give it up? And if he does, he does. If he doesn't, it doesn't. And that's, yeah, but at least you award the best player for, the, you know, to start. El Duncan. I actually think that the the easy move is Gonsolin because he's still at home. We love that storyline. And also, amongst qualifiers, he does lead the league in ERA. I think that the right move is Alcantara because for everything that my fantastic co-hosts here have said, um, also because he's a workhorse. Like, if this is about just showcasing names that people already know, fine. But if you're really trying to introduce new people to what's a broader audience, I think he's the guy. He's hit nine innings, three different outings. But I also think that the spicy move, Clayton Kershaw versus Shohei Otani. Like that you can sell to the marketing Yeah, gods. and why not have happen. spice with the All-Star game? <laughs> Duncan, give us a little shoulder shimmy there too. I like it. We move on. Story we did yesterday, Chris Sale, tunnel tirade at AAA Worcester. One thing we didn't explicitly get into that I want to now. I mentioned the video was posted by NBC Boston, Alicia Palumbo, with a video credit to Brian Holmes. His handle is bri 4 Holmes, And it says he is the source for Holmes in Worcester. So pretty clearly an observer, not a member of media. So it's how this video came to be recorded. Is it okay for an observer to video the tunnel? Here's another video from the news-breaking realtor, a sentence I never thought I'd say on TV, which seems to show he's in public viewing area, if, if not a seat. So it's not like 
it appears he didn't sneak in to get the video, but sales response to a question about it, that's their problem for videoing it. If you want me to act like a normal person, treat me like a normal person. This isn't a normal atmosphere. If I was at Bank of America, that wouldn't fly. He went on to say, I'm not proud of it. Stuff happens. You got to get it out. Sarah, does sale have a point? So if he was at Bank of America and he trashed part of the employee area, but it wasn't videotaped, it would be fine, but it would be the videotaping of him doing that that's the problem. I think this is where we end up. He can be frustrated that that area is somewhere he thinks should be safe from the viewing public, but it wasn't. He was seen. The only answer is I lost control of my temper. At least this time I didn't use scissors. David Dennis Jr. I mean, yeah, that area may, you, yeah, it should be free from cameras, I guess, but it also should be free from getting torn up by a Major League Baseball player who comes down to the minors, not even his locker room for a long term, tears up a place that isn't his, and then really doesn't give much of an apology. He also said, it's what makes me a big leaguer, it's what makes me good at my job. That does not make you good at your job. Tearing up stuff does not make I you better. I think he's speaking about his competitive, competitive nature and his emotion, but yes, duly noted. L. Duncan, how about you? The journey that that apology went on, it started with like total contrition and then it got into the highlighting the sanctity of being able to have a hissy fit in the tunnel. Then it went to him requesting to meet the perfect man and shake his hand. Then it went back to how to effectively throw a temper tantrum without hurting yourself. And then we finally landed at, but this is what I do and it makes me who I am. Honestly, if his balls had as much movement, right, then maybe he wouldn't be pitching in Worcester. I think the real frustration here for Chris Sale is that he's pitched over the last few years, what, 42 and two-thirds right. innings after getting $145 million. That's $3.5 million dollars in Right, year. right. I mean, that's, of course, because of injury, and that's why he was in Worcester. Of course, and that's why he's frustrated. Bill Plaschke. I don't blame Sale for thinking he was in a safe space in the tunnel. Tunnels in baseball dugouts okay. are safe spaces. I've seen many managers smoking the entire game in the tunnel because nobody can see him. However, this is a minor league park, and a fan took it, not, not a media. So it's, 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 it's totally fair game. And David's right. What's he doing? He's a guest there. Act like a guest. Mind your banners, for Pete's sake. It's not your stadium. If you have all these kids that are make, you know, make, barely making any money, barely making any ends meet, and you're tearing their, 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 their locker room up, that's ridiculous. Fire Cell 3, WNBA All-Star Game this weekend. There's legends here, too. Sue Bird, Sylvia Fowles. This is their send-off. Might this be Candace Parker's last All-Star? Not trying to retire her. She's just at home. Uh, that's, a, that's a big storyline. There is spice here. Diana Taurasi, a legend, not an All-Star. That's what caused Phoenix coach Vanessa Nygaard to say last week, there's a game, but it's not an All-Star game if DT's not playing, which led Skylar Diggins-Smith to draw and drop a clown emoji on her coach. What's going on with the Mercury? I mean, All-Star's supposed to bring us together, not tear us apart. Also, this game, four-point shots from 28 feet. You're in a circle. No free throws uh, unless the last two minutes. It would just be automatic points unless it's the last two minutes. L, what is this all-star energy we're getting right now? I love good intrigue. I love that we're going to celebrate, right, the old heads, if you will. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the big debuts, namely Ryan Howard, Go Atlanta Dream. But you know what? I'm actually looking for something very different. I am excited uh, to see Stewie's debut of her signature shoe. It is the first signature shoe drop for a woman basketball player in 10 years. Uh, she'll be debuting that, and I hope that it certainly will be more. We saw 22 players in the NBA have a signature shoe last year. This is the first in 10 years on the women's side. You need to support the shoe if you'd like to see more. Go 
first, Tarasi should be at the All-Star game. He should be at every All-Star game until this she retires. This is just like your Kershaw world. argument. You're consistent if anything, yes, Flash. Yes, absolutely, yeah, she needs but But second, I'd like to see them. This is a great forum to continue to push for the release of Brittany Griner. I'd like to see the WNBA use this again, use this forum as a loud proclamation to the government to get her out of Russia. Sarah Spain? Yeah, Brittany's wife will be speaking tonight, I think, and she is an honorary all-star, so they'll keep that energy. Also, Deladon has a signature shoe as well, so Stewie and Deladon are helping change the game in that way. Love to see that. Specifically, though, I'm about here for the all spice the here for the Phoenix Mercury, Sarah. Can yeah, I put you I on mean, the spot there? There's a lot of spice. Look, they already lost a star who asked her way out and went to a competitor in the storm. You've got a player who is overseas in Russia and can't come back. You've got a player calling out her coach with a clown emoji that they're now saying should we trade her in Skylar Diggins-Smith, who is an all-star, so they would be losing their top score. I mean, this team is a mess. I'm most interested, though, in which team is going to sign Dan Cortez before Sunday because that guy knows the rocket jock. Yes, the four-point play. So you're here for the four-point four play. Yes, yeah. It's it's Dan Cortez. David Dennis Jr. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 90s baby. I wanted some rock. I'm going to talk some rock and jock action too. I'm all about that. <laughs> this feels like other than that, a coordination for the Chicago Sky. Candace Parker, yes. she's only one of four of the Sky who are yep. making it to this All-Star game. This look, they look like they have a clean slate for the second half. And of in the skills, Sloot's going for the three-point yeah. competition. And our coach, yeah, this is their weekend. James Wade coaching. Yep. All right. And the parties. David Dennis Jr., L. Duncan, Sarah Spain, Phil Plaschke. Plaschke wins. Oh, I can't wait for this. He needs Spain's invite this. into the all-star parties in Chicago oh, this no. weekend. Uh-oh. That's what's on the line next. I can't wait Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. NHL draft last night. First round. Two things we need to talk about. Shane Wright. He thought he was going number one overall to Montreal. He went fourth to the Seattle Kraken. Is he staring down the Canadians draft table? Many think so. And then also Maverick Lamoureux's parents celebrating (laughs) Maverick Lamoureux's draft pick. With a smooch and maybe a little more. Bill, we'll cut your eye. Parents making out shouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see it. Yeah, glad to see that. it. <laughs> Shane Wright, though, that really, that caught my eye because he caught their eye. That guy's vicious. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the thing with Shane's face-off is it only puts pressure on himself, whereas Maverick gets all the pressure. He had nothing to do with that. It was his parents, and now it's a more famous mm. tongue than Brad Marchand. That's going to follow him his whole career. <laughs> That'll get your point, oh. but for parents to still show they got the passion, we mm, must it, celebrate that's the way that. it should be. Love we move on. Show that to Celebrity it. Golf Tahoe this weekend. Steph Curry's playing. There was an autograph request, so the question is, how many push-ups is a Steph Curry autograph worth? 30 was the number here, Sarah. Hmm. 30 push-ups for a Steph autograph? No, how about as many threes as he made for the record? So what is that, 2,974? Make him work for it. He shouldn't do any push-ups. He could get hurt. Just sign the kid's autograph. Don't put him in danger. That 30 push-ups could hurt somebody. In danger? Uh, Well... (laughs) <laughs> the point about old parents still having passion is going to get you the win here. Oh, Bill Flashkey, 30 seconds. I want to rest in peace to Mike Brito, the great Dodger scout who died at age 87 yesterday. Brito was a guy behind home plate for more than 20 years in the Panama hat and the cigar and the radar gun. Every pitch. Mm. He, signed, he, he signed Fernando Valenzuela. He signed Julio Urias. He signed Yasiel Puig. A great man, a great tradition, a great part of the Dodger legacy. Rest in peace. Thank you for that, Bill Plaschke. Have a weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday, a 71-and-a-half-hour break.